Good morning, everybody. We have a lower to sharply lower trade in the grain markets here early on Friday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. July corn futures down 9 cents at 6.90. December corn is down 12.5 at 6.04. July soybeans down 10.5 cents at 15.33.5. November soybeans down 18.5 cents at 14.41. July Chicago wheat down 4.5 cents at 6.79.25. July Kansas City wheat down 5.5 at 6.34.75. July spring wheat down 11 and a quarter at 764 and a quarter if you are listening on the podcast as always really appreciate it leave me a review or a rating if you have not already if you are uh, watching on YouTube make sure you like the channel and uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button um, we hit that goal of 2,000 subscribers and um, uh, we're shooting for 5,000 now and I, I know the subscribers are out there. I know people are interested in this stuff. So uh, certainly hit that subscribe button if you have not already. If you need some additional assistance from me, uh, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on grain marketing plan here in the upper right-hand corner for $49 a month. I send out a ton of information to my subscribers. My morning email goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. I have a text message service that accompanies that. I'm now doing subscribe subscriber-only videos and content, which have become very popular. Uh, this is a standalone product. You don't need uh, a brokerage account or any other. There's no other fee here. Uh, you can cancel it at absolutely any time. So certainly check that out. Um, I did send a video yesterday uh, to subscribers, and I've got a couple housekeeping notes here this morning. Um, I did send a video yesterday out to subscribers regarding the USDA report. And uh, if you want to get this sort of stuff from me in real time, uh, this went out, I think, maybe 20 minutes after the report. And I had uh, a report summary out, I think, just a couple minutes after the report. Uh, that is part of it. And also on YouTube yesterday, uh, a public video I did for everybody. Uh, check out this video regarding summer corn rallies. Um, I think the title of it was Should I Sell a Summer Corn Rally or something along those lines. That, that episode is available on the podcast and also on the YouTube channel. So uh, certainly check that out if you have not already some really uh, – cool information there regarding past summer corn rallies, uh, how these things typically play out. Also, uh, this weekend, I will be a guest uh, of uh, my friend Chris Barron's going to have me on his podcast, Chris Barron's with Agview Solutions. He's been on uh, the podcast and the YouTube channel here with me before discussing uh, input costs and farm budgets, that sort of thing. I'm going to be on his podcast, which is called the Agview Pitch uh, this weekend. So certainly check that out. And then I think I'm going to have Chris back with me uh, here to do a video maybe sometime next week regarding 2022 farm budgets. And I think that's a really interesting conversation given the uh, prices we're seeing for 2022. So let's talk about yesterday's USDA report. Uh, the report featured no major surprises, but uh, there were some noteworthy changes. The government increased its projection for old crop corn demand by 150 million bushels through increases to both ethanol and uh, the export projection. Both went up by 75 million. So that knocks your carryout down uh, for for old crop down to 1.107 billion bushels. Um, I think that's more in line with probably what the market's been trading here as of late. In regard to soybeans on the U.S. side, USDA actually decreased its estimate for soybean crushings by 15 million bushels. So the carryout there went up a little bit. USDA reduced its uh, Brazilian corn production estimate down to 98 and a half from 102 previously. That was not a surprise at all. That's a number that needed to come down. Um, so no major surprises here. And I'll talk about some of this other stuff. I wanted to show you guys some uh, slides here uh, just regarding the general supply and demand situation for the United States for corn, soybeans and wheat. Uh, these charts I'm going to show you 
These are actually free charts that are available on the CME website. They're really uh, great just for giving you kind of a lay of the land in terms of the supply and demand situation. Uh, there's there's two pieces to this chart. You can see these orange bars here. That's your, your ending stocks. And then the blue line, in my opinion, is a lot more important. That's the stocks to use ratio. And the stocks to use ratio is a much better gauge of supply and demand. You know, the carryout number in itself is is arbitrary. The, the stocks to use ratio measure, measures supply versus demand, which is much more important. And what you can see here, this blue line is actually for the 2021 marketing year is actually about where it was or even lower than where it was uh, at the end of the 12-13 marketing year. So USDA is telling us that this old crop corn situation is essentially about as tight as it was in 12-13, which uh, to me tells me that, yeah, we're probably fairly priced here with old crop corn around seven bucks and new crop around six bucks. Um, this this last bar here on the corn chart is, is the new crop situation, which we know very little about, but a very tight corn situation here, especially following those revisions yesterday in regard to soybeans also a very very tight situation we're just slightly uh, more comfortable than we were in that 13 14 marketing year but still uh, very very tight in soybeans one of the tightest on on records uh, on record in terms of the u.s soybean situation u.s wheat you know the stocks to use ratios come down for what three or four consecutive years now, but still at, at a 36% stocks to use ratio, that's very burdensome. Just for comparison, your, your uh, projection for corn is 7.4%. Your projection for soybeans is 2.96%. You've got a 36% stocks to use ratio being projected in wheat, uh, which you know is better than what we've seen here the last few years, but still pretty burdensome overall. So grand scheme of things, I mean, no, no major surprises in the report yesterday. Um, Conab, Brazil's USDA, essentially also reduced the uh, corn production estimate for that country. They went down to 96.4, whereas USDA did not come down quite that much. But uh, Brazil, the Brazilian government and certainly the U.S. government as well, acknowledging that uh, that crop just isn't there. We got some rains pushing across North Dakota, South Dakota, and Northern Nebraska this morning. I don't know where this system is headed, um, and I don't know in total what the amounts have been. I, I've I've seen some maps suggesting that uh, maybe there was, you know, half an inch up to an inch in some of these areas of North Dakota and and parts of South Dakota. It looks like it was pretty widespread um, in in terms of coverage. I don't know the um, I don't have specifics in regard to the amounts. I'm not sure where the system's headed. I mean, it looks obviously like we should see some rain in Minnesota. Maybe some of this makes its way into Iowa, and this could be part of the reason why the markets are down here this morning. I'm looking at forecasts. Here's your seven-day weather prediction model, um, weather prediction center forecast, and they're really not looking for a whole lot of additional rain uh, beyond this deal. Maybe get a little bit here in uh, you know eastern Nebraska, eastern Kansas, but pretty dry overall. Uh, six to ten day, uh, warmer than normal, drier than normal for a lot of the Corn Belt. There is uh, uh, some chance in the extended uh, version of the GFS model. This is is uh, what's expected out through the 25th. They're calling for some rains uh, in Iowa, Illinois, southern Minnesota, some of these drier pockets in that time frame from June 20th through like the 25th. These extended uh, forecasts, especially the GFS, have not been necessarily hugely reliable as of late, but uh, certainly something to take into consideration as we move into the weekend. Um, 
this thing could could look much different one way or the other come Sunday night, depending on what the forecasts do. Uh, export sales generally poor last week. Uh, corn sales were soft. Soybean sales were soft. We saw unknown destinations cancel some old crop corn and soybean purchases. Argentina's corn yields are better than expected. The grain exchange down there increased its estimate for the country's corn crop to 48 million metric tons from 46 previously. USDA is at 47. The quote from the exchange was this, as harvesting machines move over late planted fields, the yields registered in the province of Cordoba are above initial expectations. Faced with this panorama, we are increasing our production estimate. That's what they said. China lowered its estimate for corn feeding. Uh, They're essentially expecting more uh, feeding of alternatives like wheat, uh, rice, other things. They took the number down 3 million metric tons. Uh, USDA did leave its forecast for Chinese corn imports unchanged at 26 million metric tons, both for uh, this year and for next year. Cattle market uh, was a little bit higher yesterday in both the live cattle and the feeder cattle. Cash market hasn't really done a whole lot. In the outside markets this morning, we've got the S&P up about six points. The Dow is up 60, very close to all-time highs. I think we may have made some fresh all-time highs in the S&P yesterday. The uh, gold and silver are mixed. We've got the U.S. dollar up a little bit. Uh, crude oil is up 27 cents in the July WTI, 70.56. Uh, bonds up a little bit as well. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. I will talk to you on Monday.